Hello, welcome to another episode, actually the first one of 2024 of the Independent Creative Podcast. And uh, tonight we're actually going to be taking a look into some new up and coming live streaming services or platforms or however you want to call them that are just coming into beta pretty much. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about SharePlay and we're going to talk about LiveSpace. So strap in folks, let's actually get into it, so shall we? Now, with the live streaming like, universe, as it, as it were, there's really only a few big uh, places that one can go to do live streaming. There's Twitch and there's uh, YouTube. Um, Twitch is pretty much like the, the king maker of live streaming, gaming, and um, outdoors. Uh, any kind of IRL kind of content, anything you can think of is pretty much you can you can find it over on Twitch. But the problem is a lot of people are being um, not really disassociated, but kind of disappointed in some way or shape or form of how Twitch is running things or how things are going on Twitch. So a lot of people are going over to YouTube. And then again, you still have the same capability of a large company controlling you know, the live streaming space. But with YouTube, it's kind of, it's live streaming is not their uh, priority as it were. They're more focused on the the short form content with long form as a, it's a close, like one and a half, maybe second place. And then of course, live streaming is right there after, at, towards the end. They have made some some uh, great changes with the live streaming aspect on YouTube. But the problem is, is that it's YouTube. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a major, huge, multi-billion dollar conglomerate of just a, a monster of itself. It's not to say that Twitch is any better. Twitch is, is a large live streaming service, but the thing is, is that YouTube commands the greater mindshare of the world market while Twitch is, yeah, it's big in North America and some places in Europe, but the majority of Twitch audience and content creators are in North America. I'm talking the U S Canada, Mexico, and, um, central America. Now there are also in South America as well, like Brazil and, uh, Argentina and other places, but the majority of these content creators are in North America. And the recent changes that Twitch has gone through regarding, you know, uh, adding more ads or pretty much uh, saying that if you want more money, you have to run more ads on your live stream. And then you're going to have to change how you create content and go through the motions of creating that content by creating your content around ads because they want you to do at least three minutes of ads per hour. And if you don't, well, you're not going to get that much money. And they also want you to uh, force, not really force, but persuade your viewers to go to subs and using bits. And that's a great thing. That's monetization is a great option. But the problem is when you're kind of forcing your content creators to take on ads or you no know, shoehorning ads into their, into their content. It's kind of, 
it's kind of counterculture to what Twitch had been or pretty much almost continues to be is a gamer um, scuffed kind of production value kind of uh, way about how things are going. The culture of Twitch is pretty much not be as best produced and just go fly off the, off the handle or not off the handle, but fly off the cuff. Uh, it's very ad lib kind of uh, mentality. And when people are saying, oh, you got to do all these ad breaks and you got to put this stuff in, you got to do this, do that just to get paid. A lot of people that are finding themselves on the outskirts of what they thought Twitch was going to be. Now, it's it's one thing to, you know, look into Twitch as, yeah, you can start up there. It's no problem. And a lot of people have actually made their start. I've started uh, my, my content creator journey on Twitch back in the day. And I moved around to different platforms. It's just one of those things that, you know, you have to uh, contend with. And that what you want to... Let me put it this way. It's one of the places where you want to make sure you feel comfortable with. Now, there have been other alternatives to Twitch throughout the years. There were, or yeah, there was uh, Mixer. Mixer was a great uh, um, alternative. Prior to Mixer, when Microsoft bought it, that's when they changed their name to Mixer, it was known as Beam. And that was kind of like a grassroots kind of content creator first kind of uh, atmosphere. And of course, you know, when a large company takes over, then, you know, you lose some of that that uh, grassroots feeling, you know, uh, there's what there was uh, Trovo. Trovo is still around. It's mostly more f- geared towards the European uh, Asia market and South America. It's it does have a somewhat small North America or English speaking uh, content creation content creators are on there, but the majority of it is non North American. Let's just say that. And I've touched on it in the past before. It, Trovo started out as a great, great thing. It thing was is that they decided to incorporate monetization. They kind of gamified things a little bit too much. This is co- compounding on a gamif- gamification elements that it's essentially drove away a lot of the uh, English speaking North American audience and content creators. So, it's 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 a different mindset than what you would normally see on Twitch. Now there was also some other small ones. There was, oh, there was what was it, Gleam? Or I think it was Gleam. It was some kind of uh, it was a small upstart. There was Glimish. There was also another small upstart that did have promise at the very beginning. Unfortunately, with some kind of mismanagement and not putting out any kind of. Uh, promotion or getting the its foot in the it's it had its foot in the door but it it had its pinky toe in that's pretty much it um unfortunately it didn't last too long i think it was about a year and a half to two years and it ultimately failed it closed down it closed up shop now we do have two up and coming uh live streaming platforms or services they are shareplay which had just came into beta not too long ago, about a month ago. And we also have LiveSpace that was that came into beta a little bit longer. It's been a couple months. I think it's almost, almost been six months. 
yeah, I want to say about six months that LifeSpace has been um, in beta. Now, all the two, they they do have to contend with that. Uh, truthfully, they do have to content, uh, compete with the likes of Twitch and other places like that in order to get people to come into as content creators to stream on those platforms. Plus also to have those creators bring in their community, their, their audience, and just the random people that are just looking for something new. So we're going to take a look. Let's take a look at SharePlay firstly. Uh, SharePlay is, like I said, just started uh, in beta about a month ago. They opened it up to a select few at first to allow streaming on the platform. Now, they have made some changes here and there. Um, most notably is that these, if you're looking at the live stream uh, on the, I mean, not left-hand side, where normally you would find the, your now live streams that you're, the people who you follow, the channels that you follow when they're live, um, they have these pretty cool graphics of the games that the, the channels are playing that are, you know, taken up the background of these particular sections. Now, of course you can collapse it and it still has that graphic. So it's kind of like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a nice little thing that they've done because if you go to Twitch, yeah, you'll have the same kind of setup. You have your carousel, you got your channels for you that recommended. Uh, you also have followed over here. So it's kind of, it's, I don't want to call it a cliche of uh, a live streaming service what it's going to look like. It's going to be look like a template like this. It's, it's, they've gone past that. Yes. They use the, the kind of template because if it's not broken, don't, don't try to, if it's not broke, don't fix. So do use copy what works pretty much. And it, a lot of people, I want to, I want to go back to the time when Trovo first came out. And people were saying, oh, is this a copy of Twitch, but green? Well, yes, they tried to emulate what Twitch, the Twitch look, because that's the best way to get people to come into your, your live streaming service if it feels familiar. Now, not to say that you should outright copy Twitch and everything that they do, but you should emulate what is working for Twitch or for these large successful companies that, you know, if you want, if you got to make yourself known into the world and the best way to do that is to emulate some of what is successful on these other places. Yes. You might look similar, but you're not the same unless you're kick. And then of course you pretty much are the same because you're using IVS, which is powered by uh, powers Twitch. So SharePlay has decided to go a different route. They are, they spent, ooh, years, uh, pretty much in like closed testing, closed beta, no, closed alpha, I should say, and having only certain days of the week that you have one, maybe two streamers live streaming to the platform. Right now, they have just recently opened up more beta spots to more people that are interested in streaming to live space, I mean, to share play. Now it's not to say that share play is perfect. No, it's by far, it is not perfect. And that's the reason why for the beta tag. Uh, 
The reason for that is because they're still working on making sure their site runs and functions correctly. Can you uh, spin up OBS and hit live and then be able to be live on the, on the service? Sure. Uh, me personally, I don't know. I still have to put in a ticket, um, to figure out, see if it, if it's an issue because I don't use OBS, I use Ecamm for all of my live streaming and recording needs. So I don't know when I hit go live it on my channel, it does not come up. I have to put in a ticket to say streaming to my channel. It's not showing. And then like 10 minutes later or maybe 15 minutes later oh it's it, it's it's now working because then someone had gone into into the ticket and uh acted on it so i don't know if it's because it's ecamm or it's any kind of other uh issue at play that is causing this so i know a lot of people just hit go live and i believe it's probably a issue with uh non-OBS software, which I don't think would be the case, but it is what it is. So I'm going to have to get with them and say, Hey, uh, this is what's, this is what I'm running and we'll have to see what go, what we can go from there. Now, as you can see here, we have your course, your normal, uh, setup here as, uh, as your multi-channel live streaming service as, as it were. Um, you have your for you play your for you channel shelf. Uh, you have your main carousel that would be filled up with other ch uh, channels. Uh, you have a live play feature stream, which I think this is pretty much um, it's just a demo account. Again, like I said, this is all beta. There's lots of changes, and it seems to be changing a lot every week, which is a good thing because it shows that the people who are working on this are actively working on this. Now, as you saw here, it's all set. I'll fast forward through a couple seconds of the stream because right now it's paused. Well, it, to me, it seems paused, but in the background, it's actually live. Now, one thing I actually want to point out here is if you go into your account in the upper right, click on your uh, little profile picture and you go to Play Studio, it opens up your dashboard. And now this is a nice thing. I, I like how they decided to implement some, it's not a lot of analytics, but it's some analytics that is quite important to uh, many of us, many of us content creators to know what exactly we're doing, how our content, how our streams are doing. Uh, do we get any kind of new followers, new subscribers, uh, and uh, gift subscribers or play coins? You, you get the idea. It's just that we need to know the analytics of how our content is doing on that particular platform. And it, it's great to see this is the first page that you come to. Now, I'm not going to say that this is going to stay this way. Uh, they'll be adding some more stuff, more than likely to flesh out your streamer dashboard, which is a great thing to see if uh, that comes down in fruition throughout the rest of the year. But you also have area for your uh, stream key. I'm not going to click on that because it's not for you. <laughs> uh, you also have your uh, your wallet here. You got your payout transactions you can go into if you have subscribers and people are spending play coins on on your on your streams. So it's nice to see that they have fleshed out the uh, analytics 
side of things. Because that's the first thing that a lot of content creators, live streamers want to know, again, is how their live streams are doing. Now, you do have a, your wallet. You can go and click onto it uh, where you can pay. And everything is through Stripe. I believe they are sticking with Stripe for now because Stripe is good throughout the world. Um, there's less... Uh, I know I'm probably going to get roasted for this. It's probably there's less trouble or less issues that come up with Stripe than with PayPal. So again, your mileage may vary. If you love PayPal, you might be disappointed. Sorry. That's something that you can actually talk to the people, the developers, uh, the people who run SharePlay on their Discord. Uh, they have a link. Where is their link? Uh, to the homepage. So if you want to go to their not privacy policy, but that you can also look at their privacy policy here. They got their terms of service, privacy policy, cookies, intellectual properties, and so forth. Uh, if you go into help, if I click on it, that brings up their Discord. So this is a great way that you can actually get any kind of technical support. Uh, any kind of suggestion, or if you actually want to join the uh, the beta, uh, they have a waiting list. If you go to beta set go, you can go through here after joining the Discord. Make sure you put in your name and say I like to join, or just put your your SharePlay account name in there as well, and you'll be on a waiting list for the next. Uh, I believe uh, they wanted the. I think what they said they wanted to do every couple weeks. Uh, is a new wave of beta invites that people are coming in. So do be sure to check that out. Discord is a great place to find that. And um, that's SharePlay. Again, it's under it's under beta. There's still a lot of a lot of things that are going for it. There's still a lot of things that might be a little issues here and there. But you got to have the mindset that of course with these two services I'm talking about, Share was talking about SharePlay, is that it's a beta just came in the beta and it's a small dev team so you have to give them that they're not you know this huge uh corporation that has multiple hundreds of people that works on the platform so you gotta you gotta give them some page gotta give them some some leeway have some patience and then you know try it out if it doesn't work it's okay Let's let them know what's not working because that's all part of, you know, being a beta is if you come up with any issues, you come across any issues, let them know in a discord and they are actually very quick and taking care of or letting them, letting the community know that they're taking a look into what's going on and uh, trying to fix it as quickly as possible. So again, it's, this is shareplay.tv. I know the name might if you just put in SharePlay and do a Google search, uh, you're not really going to get the link directly to it. You'll get uh, Apple SharePlay and a couple other different different things that are not that, that don't pertain to SharePlay. So uh, be sure to go to SharePlay.tv to actually go to the website. Um, it's just the name that they chose. It's okay. <laughs> That's, that's, that's my only thing I have is like, you do know there's other share plays out there that kind of, uh, kind of, uh, bury you in the, in the listings. 
but it is what it is. And uh, but yeah, I have to say that they are a very small community, or yeah, very small community. The people who are working on it is actually really really fast on taking care of any kind of issues coming in, uh, responding to the tickets, and oh no, it's a, it's a great little place that is a multi-channel live streaming service. So if you're looking for a place for for this. Out of these two options, SharePlay could be your uh, next home. Now, don't call it your only home because, like I said, there are some issues. So, have that in, in mind. Now, the next place I want to actually look into is this issue, or this issue, this episode, is LiveSpace. Now, LiveSpace has taken the, you know, multi-channel live streaming aspect and kind of added a little different things to it. Um, the way you see the front page now is not exactly how it's going to be more than likely because they're constantly making some uh, changes, doing some experimentations on it. It's con The way you look at it now is completely different to how it looked just like a couple weeks ago or even a month ago. It was even different than that. So again, this is also in beta. It doesn't show it's in beta. But it is. <laughs> um, LiveSpace, it's live.space, is another multi-channel live streaming service that has a kind of like a Twitter-esque element to it. You can go into your social feed here, and I'll show the postings that all the people who have accounts here have. It's kind of like a Twitter feed as it were and it's a great thing that because it, it, it you can put in like your youtube links uh images or embed images and it's just you no know, regular posting links it looks like a lot of people have been posting youtube videos which is great and all but yeah you're going to look at those places right now hey fox yeah it's just a great small little up and coming like i said multi-channel live streaming places now the two, I want to say that LiveSpace is a little bit more stable than SharePlay at its current format right now. So if if you're looking more for stability, I would suggest going to LiveSpace. Uh, it is SharePlay. Uh, yeah, SharePlay.tv. It should come up for you. But looking back at uh, LiveSpace, um, they have, of course, a different categories uh they're mostly geared for like gaming both of the both of these places are for gaming that's a lot of, that's um uh, that's a great thing about it but they do offer just chatting side of things uh they got sports and fitness uh travel outdoors music is also really big on live space uh business and technology podcast um so yeah they got a lot that they have categories for that is available for people. And again, this is, I also like the um, aspect of the social feed as well. That's a nice little touch. Um, Twitch back in a the day, they tried something similar to this. It, again, it, it didn't, how they implemented it wasn't the best, I should say. And they quickly grew tired of it and bored of it and just dropped it. And We'll talk about uh, another time about how the current Twitch and uh, it's 
things are going with Twitch at the moment, especially the beginning of this year. Um, but to see that a multi-channel live streaming service is incorporating a social aspect, a social, uh, social feed into how things are running on their particular their platform and stuff like that. It's a great thing to see to have something like this because you can combine your community reach out your community reaching outlook into the service and also keep your subscribers or the people who follow your channel into, you know, keeping up to date. You don't really need to have like a Discord or any other place if you want just to do live streaming. If you don't want to do anything else, that's that's okay. You do you. But if you want actually want to keep your viewers and your followers up to date on what's going on, is that definitely take a look at LiveSpace because of this this neat little feature. I like it just because it's neat. <laughs> um, it's a great thing to see, really, that integrating a Twitter-like experience, I should say a Twitter-lite-like experience. There's not that much, um, uh, like I said, you can Im import or embed your uh, YouTube feeds and some images, and that's pretty much it, except for, and also text. But you can also put in uh, links to other places as well. That's no problem. And it, you can also have a subscriber-only feed. So as you can see here, if I wanted to write a post, I can click this toggle button and make this post only available to my subscribers. They'll be the only ones to see it. So it's nice to say, hey, um, I have a video coming up that is uh, subscriber only. You can find it here, click on the link, and then your subscribers are the only ones to know about it. Unless someone takes that link and posts it somewhere else, then you know that's where we're dealing with kind of trust issues. But that's, that's, a, that's a, edge, a far edge case anyways. Now, they do have a dashboard. It's not as, I, it's, it gives you the information that you were looking for. Sorry, I had a sneeze there for a second. Um, it's not as, I should say, as pretty as SharePlays or YouTubes, YouTubes. Um, but it does give you the options or it does give you the, the uh, information that you are needing like how many, how much uh, is your watch time? Uh, how many total viewers, your peak viewers, total streams that you've done? Uh, how many followers and how many are you following? Um, again, it also goes through Stripe, which is a lot of the times people, these up and coming platforms and services are deciding to go with Stripe. It's something I've noticed recently in the past couple of years is that PayPal is kind of, um, how to put this is, is it's not very friendly to a lot of uh, businesses, I should say. So a lot of people, a lot of these uh, businesses are going to over to Stripe and using them for their monetization and their uh, payment processors. Um, you also have your upload of emotes that you can put into your channel. You don't have to hit a particular number. Yeah, PayPal is something that I know a lot of people have had no problems with PayPal, but 
there is an issue where content creators, live streamers have been hit where scammers will use, will pay for like multiple gifted subs and do chargebacks. And of course, unfortunately with PayPal, you as the uh, creator, you are on the hook for those chargeback charges. So that's one of the things it's kind of, yeah, <laughs> I have words about PayPal. But nice thing is like with Twitch, you have to hit a certain number. You have to get an affiliate uh, and how many people are watching you at a particular time in a 30 day rolling in order to get emotes. But here you can right off the bat, as soon as you create your account, get your things set up picture, your avatar, your whatever, even before that, you have access to putting in emotes. Yeah, we definitely need Twitch com competition. Yeah, Uncast. That's why I was looking at these two, because as, as you can see, I, I'm wearing the, uh, the uh, Uncast shirt, is that these two up and coming places are a multi-channel live streaming place, which is completely different than how owncast own uh, is uh set up and operates because that's as as you as you're seeing here uh, if you're watching on my owncast server um fox one of our regulars that pops in um i don't i'm not part of a site that is has multiple owncast channels that you can view unless you go to the owncast directory so it's a little bit like these, but not like, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Your pet pie is now on a 64 bit OS painting ass to get started since HDMI out wasn't working right. I had to do some trickery to get in and oh yeah. So he's still working on that pie project, but yeah, I find that actually looking for any kind of alternatives. Yeah, the owncast directory does need some work, but hopefully uh, Gabe and uh, get some uh, some people coming in to work, uh, volunteers and to contribute on that project. But the reason why I want to look at or get uh, more people's eyes on these multi-channel link, not link directories, but services and platforms is, it, yes, there might not be the cup of tea for you or certain other people, but it does fulfill a need for people who are not interested in creating their own own cast server, but do feel the uh, community aspect of actually joining a multi-channel live streaming service that is not Twitch or YouTube. So to offer live space and share play is something that is much needed in this world of you know, monopolies of Twitch and YouTube and the actions of what happened today with Twitch laying off or will be laying off at least 35% of its remaining workforce is, you know, people should not solely rely on Twitch as the only streaming platform. And it's a great thing that Twitch has finally joined the rest of society in this, in the, uh, 2023 when they decided, oh yeah, you can multi-stream to other platforms while also streaming to the Twitch platform. 
that was something that needed to go a long time ago. But people need to realize that Twitch as it is may not be the same in the next couple of years when they first started. And they may not enjoy, you know, streaming on the platform because there's so many changes, ads, uh, cultural differences that it's no longer, you know, the fun place to be. Yeah, it'd be cool if they had all had APIs to get live channel versions of yeah, external sites can host indexes that cover multiple platforms at once. Find what you like without, yeah, exactly. That would be a perfect situation if there was a place that combined um, the channels from LiveSpace, Owncast, SharePlay, and whatever else might come down the line that is being worked on currently that we don't know about. That would be, that would be the perfect place It'd be kind of like a um, platform agnostic. If as long as you like the creator, what you you're watching, that'd be the best thing ever. And now there there've been some initiatives, and some people have started something similar to to that. Um, it's unfortunately they're they're having to rely on APIs of these places. I know there's uh, I was. Uh, for some time, I was involved with a site called Revolution.net. Um, the uh, the guy who uh, the, the two people who are running it, they're great people. Um, the thing for, the thing was is that it was a plugin that they they had on their Xenforo uh, forum, but unfortunately, that plugin requires access to APIs, and it was only for like Twitch, YouTube. At the time, I think also Trovo, I think they were trying to get kick support for API access or something. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like a spirit of Fediverse. Like you said, uh, you don't care what planet it's from, right? But again, like I said, they're great people. Uh, it's just the fact that they're the plugin that they're using had to rely on APIs from these services. And the API that the plugins were only looking at or the plugin that I was looking at was only from a few places. So uh, I haven't checked back in with them. I know they're probably still, they're still going. It's just, it's going to take a lot of resources and unfortunately um, some money as well is unfortunately at the root of all evils is that money is required for any kind of project of that nature. And I know the people who are running LiveSpace and SharePlay, they are wanting to get API access for all or for interested parties up quite soon, but their their main primary focus is on making sure that their their platforms and services are working and are stable enough to, you know, go from beta to, you know, gold. So that's the thing is that unfortunately it's a step process and and we even look at it now, if you, the joke, especially with kick, I, I really don't like discussing or talking about kick all that much, but the thing is, is that they, all API access is coming soon in two weeks. That's, it's been six plus months since they've been saying that same spouting that same line over and over again. And the running joke is, you know, we do the, uh, the uh, posting of the, uh, uh, Total recall, you know, two weeks, two weeks. <laughs> but it's just like that, that's a company that has the resources. But 
they don't see it as a, um, I don't want to say that's yeah. Soon, right? Soon TM. <laughs> um, I don't want to say that's because they don't care about it. They probably do, but API does not generate money. It costs money. And they're at the point where they want as many people on kick streaming and especially trying to get more people to uh, come into stake.com and do online gambling, crypto gambling. So yeah, it's something that, you know, it's yeah, that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say about kick, but yeah, going back to live space, they are doing a lot of, a lot of good things. Like you can get your emotes all set, ready to go. Uh, you have your moderation, you get moderators, you can put them into place. Um, achievements. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, it's nice. Uh, you can also have your community, see who you're following, who is following you. And the nice thing that they put in is that once you're done their VOD system, they had just released last week, I believe it was that you can do custom thumbnails similar to how you can on uh, YouTube and PeerTube is uh, when your VOD is done, you can also have a, a on your channel and you can also post up a custom thumbnail for it. Now that is something that a lot of places do not do, especially with VOD content. Cause really, um, how many times if you, let's, let's, this is hypothetical. If you go to Twitch and you, you want to watch your favorite streamer, but they're not online. Okay. That's fine. Do you watch their VOD content on Twitch or do you seek them out on YouTube? This is a hypothetical. I know. Um, Nine times out of the 10, you're going to go to YouTube. And I like to see LifeSpace start implementing or adding a, a option for a customized live stream custom thumbnails. That would be nice. That'd be something that puts it as a differential from any other place so far. Not, not many places have done that. And SharePlay, I would love you to do that as well. But SharePlay has more of like, a, it's a, like a, um, what's constantly rolling every couple seconds, similar to how Owncast. If you if you go into uh, my Owncast, uh, anybasement.live, if you don't click the play button, it automatically uh, shuffles or it has like a slideshow of what has been going on in the stream. It's kind of like a, a dynamic, yeah, dynamic uh, slideshow. I don't know. I was trying to think of a, a different term for it, but nothing came to mind. So I like to see more of these custom like kind of quality of life things coming in. And a nice thing that they do have their uh, API that they have associated with themselves, unfortunately, with Streamlabs. We do have, I, I'm not very fond of Streamlabs as a company as a whole. It's okay. I can get over it. But they do have that so you, they can have the uh, the follows and sub alerts, any kind of alerts system. Another thing is that they have also integrated with fourth wall. Now, if you don't know about what fourth wall is, it's a great monetization system that especially for uh, uh, merch and memberships. So I have a fourth wall. If you go to like two tonwaffle.com, 
it's all there. And uh, you can set up your uh, membership so you can have access to uh, Discord because fortunately they don't have Gilded or anything else. Discord or nothing, right? Um, so you can set up a membership through Fourth Wall to add a paid tier into your Discord channel or Discord server. And also you can do sorts of other different things with Fourth Wall. So it's great. So if you go to my profile, my actual channel, my channel. So it has a link here or a tab for your shop. So that's all integrated into your, your channel. Twitch doesn't really have this. No, you have to use extensions and that's, it's a, it's a roundabout way of doing it. It's, it's a crappy way, but here you have your shop tab. That is, if you are, you know, any kind of monetization or anything like that, you know, this is great. Uh, you can also set up, you can put in like a photos that has a tab for that videos, uh, your recent streams. This is like your VOD display. So you can have it as you saw here. If I go back to the dashboard, go to archive, I can turn these on and off. So they'll be shown or not shown in my particular, uh, channel. And of course I can change the thumbnail and uh, yada, yada. But it's great to see that Lightspace is providing not only just a live streaming platform. Yeah, you need gigabit fibers just to stream to all 27, <laughs> right? I tried, I've done multi-streaming to all the platforms in the past. I streamed to, at the same time, uh, Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, Facebook, and I think at the time Trovo. This before Mixer died, like a week or two before. Um, it was interesting to say the least. But the thing is, is that of course you start compounding on different all the different platforms, and you really start losing a couple things. It's it is complete madness. You are right. It is madness. You know, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. So it's that's why I wanted to bring this up to uh, everyone is that if you actually are looking for, you know, something to say, hey, I like I like the community aspect of Twitch. But I don't like streaming to Twitch. What is there available for me? Well, there is SharePlay and there's LiveSpace that offer you this community feeling within multi-channel live streaming spaces. And it's something that really, I would like to see these two, these two places get some success. We tried, unfortunately, um, in the past, there's been initiatives. There was Glimish. Uh, yeah, that's another one I was streaming to at the time as well. Uh, Glimish failed because of mismanagement. I've, I believe... Yeah, I know. It, it's the, um, you know, the 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 trope of work laptops. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's something that we need more competition to to places like YouTube and Twitch. And believe me, I love Owncast. I I I thoroughly love Owncast and what it, it stands for. But I understand that it's not for everybody. I understand that. No one, there's, 
like you, me, whoever's watching on Owncast or, or watched us later on, and loves the Fediverse or any kind of open source kind of projects, that even then, oh, this is my laptop, not yours. <laughs> but um, but even then, I understand that Owncast might seem uh, daunting at first when you look at it. It's like, oh, I gotta do server hardware. I gotta, oh, oh, oh I can't, I can't do that. All they gotta do for those people who that's no that's no problem that's okay, they're very comfortable in just inputting a stream key, the URL, signing in into their account on this website, and hitting go live. That is perfectly a okay. That's that's the great thing about the internet, is that there is something for everyone out there. Owncast is perfect for for you, me, and many other people, but again. Other side of the coin is that those people was view owncast as something to fear, unfortunately, until, you know, later down the line, it's like, oh, I was so silly. I don't know why I was so afraid of owncast. It was, or doing an install or, or I don't know what was going on in my mind, but you know, that's okay. That's like I said, that's the nice thing about the internet. Now, if you are wanting to look at this, I'll have the links to both SharePlay and LifeSpace and of course my own cast server and everything else, an edited version of this episode that will show up on you know, the platforms tomorrow once I hit uh, end and go put it through the editing process and all that, all that goodness and encoding. You know that you know the works. If you're a content creator, you kind of know what is involved getting this stuff out there. But if you actually want to enjoy some more other stuff that I do, you might want to check out thisindiecreator.com. That's pretty much a forum that I have set up a blog uh, that is for all my blog postings. Also, we have a forum that is geared for more alternative platforms, content creators, independent creators, and also have a section for the indie game developers and gaming as well. It also has a section for, you know, general whatevers that you can join in. But yeah, definitely join the community at thisindiecreator.com. And I also have a newsletter I started. Uh, just put out our second episode, or second edition. It's a monthly newsletter. I have a link. I'll be on the, on the top of the, the uh, page there once you go to the website. Mm, excuse me. Um, so definitely check it out at thisindiecreator.com. And uh, be sure to follow this show on any kind of podcast player of your choice because the audio version will also be out tomorrow. And we do this every other week right here at 9.30 p.m. on the YouTubes and our IndieBasement.live if you want to catch or be part of the live streaming audience as uh, Fox and a couple other people were. Um, if, you, if you just want to lurk, that's fine. Lurkers are welcome. If you want to chat, even better. It's up to you. I have no qualms. I'm not going to call out lurkers. Uh, actually, I should turn that off on the uh, owncast where it calls out people who just join in. So I'll probably turn that off after I get done here. But uh, I want to say thank you for coming out tonight. And uh, see you next time here on the Independent Creator Podcast. I've your, been your host, Josh.